0: For regional hotels in Australia, business has hardly been better. And that's because border closures to stop the spread of coronavirus are forcing holidaymakers to look for a getaway closer to home.
1: And that's really the only good news um, that we have in the hotel industry, that uh, regional hotels and regional Australia are doing so well.
0: That's the hotel mogul, Jerry Schwartz there, speaking on a JLL webinar about regional hotels. We'll hear more from Jerry and other hotel owners and operators about how they're making the most out of their new customer base. Plus, could office buildings abandoned by businesses choosing to work from home have new life as hotels? That's what one investor is considering as it remains optimistic about the outlook for city markets. We're exploring all of that in this episode of JLL's Perspectives Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Kent. Thanks for joining me. So, in Australia's regional hotels, specifically those that can be accessed easily by car or public transport, something really remarkable is happening. Border closures and travel restrictions have basically gifted those hotels cohorts of new travellers who may not have otherwise considered holidaying so close to home. Regional hotels now account for 65% of revenue share across the whole hotel sector, and that's compared to just 49% the previous year. Here's Matthew Burke, Pacific Regional Manager of Industry Analyst, STR.
2: What we're seeing is that, you know, in July, 37% occupancy for the capitals compared to a 49% capital, uh, 49% for the region's. And what that translates into average rate is an $18 premium to regions. Now, I would have been laughed at if I was talking about this last year, that regions would have had an $18. So it really does illustrate the world that we currently live in and the way that demand is shaping out. And then the last thing I'll finish on is looking forward. uh, And this is taking on the books data that we're collecting from properties around Australia. And you can see that Sydney's surrounding area is outperforming in almost every month into the next 12, and particularly higher uh, in the school holiday windows of October uh, and the December, January period. So the outlook really is that regional will continue to, unless there's a you know, systemic change in the confidence levels of, of the traditional business that goes into our capital cities, that regions will continue to see stronger occupancies uh, than their capital peers.
0: Simon mentioned there the Sydney drive markets of Hunter Valley and the Blue Mountains. Somewhat fortuitously, they are precisely the two markets that Jerry Schwartz bought into after the global financial crisis. Jerry, who is the company director of Schwartz Family Group, explains to JLL's Ross Beardsell how a pair of convenience purchases could now come to be the very best he's ever made.
3: At this point in time, I'll ask the first question here. To Jerry and it's a very uh, passionate uh, subject and topic for Jerry and during the GFC with regional hotels there was a focus for your ho- hotel portfolio how would you describe your purchasing decisions in the GFC Jerry to um, purchase um, uh, resort
1: hotels as a luxury um, your colleague uh, mark Darren has sold me many um, Uh, hotels in Sydney CBD, um, which at that time um, were the ones earning money. And during the GFC, um, really the the only hotels that uh, came on sale or were um, at a good price were uh, the ones which weren't performing well, uh, which were the regional ones. And I I actually remember um, Mark suggesting to me that the, the Fairmont Hotel um, was to sale. <clears throat> this was in twenty ten. And um I um tried to impress upon the owners of uh Hills that they should get the Fairmont and that they had the two best hotels in the Blue Mountains. And um they they said it was too expensive at twenty four million. And um all of a sudden it dawned upon me, Hey this is an amazing hotel. Um and I went and had a look at it. And it was absolutely deserted, except for Jeff York, who's on the panel, um, who was running it at the time. And it looked like a no brainer. Um, and consequently, I purchased that hotel. And uh, two years later, um, at a receivership, uh, purchased another regional hotel, which was Crown Plaza Hunter Valley, also from Mark Duran. Um, so, so that um, was my purchasing during the GFC, and as I said, it was—it's really a purely um, um, convenience. It was, it was a luxury to, to buy luxury hotels, and you know, ironically, uh, here we are now in 2020, you know, talking about regional hotel market update, and that's really the only good news um, that we have in the hotel industry—that uh, regional hotels and regional Australia are doing so well.
0: Few hotels can remain viable accommodating weekend trippers alone and so in certain regional locations hotels have invested in creating assets that can be set up for corporate travellers through the week and family groups at the weekend. With corporate travel now practically non-existent and leisure travel increasing, those flexible strategies are expected to serve hotel owners well. Brett Forer, Development General Manager for Accor's Pacific Hotels, said he's keeping a close eye on the changing demands of the market.
4: You do get two very distinctive um, often uh, segments in the regional markets where a measure is often the drive on the weekends as is in most markets and uh, there are some pretty uh, strong regional corporate locations out there. Particularly through a lot of our franchise assets that we deal with, Uh, you know, in locations such as Orange, uh, um, Bendigo, which we've got a new asset coming into Ballarat markets like this, where there is very strong uh, weekend uh, appeal, but there's also extremely strong uh, midweek corporate businesses supported. And often uh, where our franchisees have been very successful in in this space as well is not trying to overplay their hand. And sort of you know, striving for a 80 to 100-room hotel that drives some level of flexibility there so they can set up assets that during the week will cater to more of that um, corporate um, single-room style uh, of um, stay but then really being able to vary the room offering on the weekend so they can start to attract family markets and the leisure markets that tend to have a high density per room. And more and more, we're working with our franchisees, particularly in that space as we... Um, uh, start to examine a lot of these markets and how the, I guess, the the changing behaviours of consumers are, uh, are evolving and will continue to evolve post-COVID um, in terms of I think a far greater focus on um, uh, leisure markets within Australia on the weekend and those that traditionally might have been stronger in um, midweek um, corporate markets and regional markets trying to set up these assets to start attracting a, a a a good leisure segment in the weekends as well.
0: As the travel landscape changes, hotel operators are having to think much more creatively about enticing new travellers. For some, this might mean more package holidays and building more value into the price of a stay.
4: I think for a long time, uh, a lot of Australians have travelled overseas uh, to to a lot of resort destinations and some of the appeal of that has been uh, potentially the all-inclusiveness of sort of of certain resorts or the facilities they provide and also uh, itineraries uh, that you can sort of uh, book in w- w- when you're traveling to, to some of these locations. I think there's a huge opportunity uh, for Australia over the, the next sort of 18 to 24 months uh, in terms of how we start to reshape and relook at resorts. And I think everyone's been at home for a long time now um, and uh, type cooking for themselves and cleaning for themselves and. Really want to go away and not have to worry about, it, and really start generating really unique experiences. And I think that's really what we need to be selling right now: is come, come and stay with us, and uh, you know, ha- have something that is completely different, carefree that um, you're not having at home right now. And you know, elements such as whether it is full all-inclusive or partially inclusive, um, you know, j- just ways to start creatively uh, looking at the way we're selling our resorts and our products a little bit differently we've got amazing resorts that sit across the country um in in amazing locations um that i think australia are going to start to rediscover over the next 24 months Uh, and it's really a period of time that we have now where we we have a, a captured audience of australians that don't have to travel very far and if we give them those experiences that they're after that they've been looking overseas for for the last period of time it's a really unique opportunity for us to capture them and keep domestic traveller in Australia into the future.
0: That's Brett Fora there from Accor Hotels. We're going to shift focus now to CBDs and specifically breathing new life into emptied office buildings by converting them into hotels. It's an opportunity being explored by Jeff York, the Acting Chief Executive and Group Director at hospitality company Crystal Brook Collection. Jeff was also speaking on Jaylil's regional hotels webinar when he announced this very interesting strategy. It's interesting for a couple of reasons. For one, Crystal Brook mainly owns hotels in Australian regional markets. So this reflects a really interesting change in direction for the company triggered directly by the current economic climate. Secondly, there's plenty of discussion around how the pandemic will change our cities and this could be just one small way. Here's Crystal Brooks' Jeff York, who was interviewed by Andrew Langsford, a senior vice president in JLL's Hotels and Hospitality Group.
5: I'll start with you, Jeff York, uh, from Crystal Brook. Thanks for joining us. Noting that the majority of Crystal Brooks' assets are regional, if you had up to $100 million to spend over the next six to 12 months on new assets, which locations would you be focusing on?
3: I'll just start by. Sort of saying, you know, we, we are a developer, owner and operator of our own hotels and on an investment perspective and looking at what we've um, acquired and now operating since we sort of came into being. So it was only some four years ago. Um, we are moving away from regional locations, particularly those which have got a higher reliance on aviation, which somewhere like Cairns does. And we're seeing that impact at the moment, both international and uh, domestic flights and capacities Um, more East Coast Australia is on our agenda Um, I'd include New Zealand in that capital cities Um, and within those capital cities it is city CBD or just on the fringe um, of that we're looking at the um, commercial office building market at the moment you know there's a lot of talk about could be reduced demand from that we've all got used to working from home Um, companies are talking about maybe downsizing their office requirements and we're just looking at that as potential some of those buildings probably more the b and c grade commercial office buildings as being potential hotel conversions Um, we're doing one ourselves at the moment in newcastle um, a building that was previously newcastle city council chambers we're in the middle of repurposing that as a hotel it'll be 135 room hotel rooftop bar restaurant all the bells and whistles Um, that's going to open April next year and that's given us a few learnings and sort of made us think about in terms of other capital cities uh, to not just limit us not just to limit ourselves to look at uh, looking at hotels doesn't suit all um, commercial office buildings for repurposing as a hotel but we think there's scope in some
0: Equally positive about the comeback of city hotels is Julian Clark, chief executive of boutique hotel operator Lancemore Group. Though he does suggest that for investors looking for good buying opportunities, that they should dissect markets into demand segments, and then assess how and when those segments are likely to recover to determine the risk. Because not all regional markets and not all city markets are being affected in the same way. International travellers, for example, account for the bulk of stays in Sydney CBD hotels, suggesting the city is getting hit pretty hard, at least in the medium term, compared to other cities. On the other hand, hotels located just a drive away from major population hubs and that cater to leisure travellers are performing exceptionally well and will probably continue to do so. Here's Lance Moore's Julian Clark.
5: And I'll start probably with the thesis of I think that we've got a really strong medium-term story and then a stronger for longer tourism market in the country. I think demand will recover. I also think um, uh, once this is done, and that's going to be a medium-term thing, and I also think that supply is going to become more muted. So almost perversely, if you take a medium-term view, I think many of Australia's CBD markets are going to have a better medium-term supply-demand mix than pre-COVID. the other thing I'd say is that I think that interest rates are gonna be low and there's gonna be plenty of cash that was touched on earlier around for a period of time, minimum five years, if not longer. So if you take that in there and you also take that there's gonna be some valuation declines as a result of COVID, you look at this and you say, this is a buying opportunity of the likes that you don't see all the time, right? So um so in many ways that that explains why i go for the new ones because that, uh, sorry to, to to spend the money rather than reinvest it there is one a, there is one asset though that i would spend a couple of million dollars on um of ours it was scheduled for a refurb it's a drive leisure market um asset and it would uh we know that this would increase both valuation and free cash flow both of which you're pretty happy to receive in a market like this. And so it'd be a small amount on that and the rest would be on new assets.
0: So a desperately difficult time for hotels, yet terribly exciting and full of opportunity all at once. We hope you enjoyed this episode of JL's Perspectives podcast. For a more comprehensive understanding of the size, importance and performance of regional hotels... From an incredibly experienced lineup of speakers, you should definitely watch JLL's Regional Hotels Market Update webinar. Jump on over to jll.com.au forward slash perspectives dash podcast and find this episode for the link. I'm Rebecca Kent. Catch you next time.